1960s to the early 1990s, the United States saw an unprecedented surge in serial killing, which had not just in dynamic changes of the post-war period, but in the development of the human psyche going back many millennia to our ancient past. Wonder why serial killers exist? Why they emerged? And why they exploded in the post-war United States? Check out The Golden Age of Murder, a panoramic look at serial killing focusing on the United States in the post-war period. A podcast that goes beyond serial killer profiles to dig into why serial killers exist and to find out why the 1960s, the 1990s is the apogee of serial murder. This is The Golden Age of Serial Murder with your hosts, Toby and Simi. Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for fans of the Blue Filter. I'm Tyler. And I'm Cody. There you go. You're Cody. I'm Tyler. That's how we do it. I say, I'm Tyler. You say, you're Cody. Cody, what did we watch? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, I really have to think hard about it. <laughs> it's Priest. Priest. You watched Priest. Priest. That is correct. A movie that heavily features a blue filter over most of the scenes. You notice that? All the nighttime stuff. I didn't even think all, about it, so you brought it up. Blue. You're... No, you're right. Let me tell you, Cody, you watched this, and I was like skipping through stuff where it shows like all the scenes. If you just want to see what I'm talking about, just fast forward through the movie where it shows you all the scenes down at the bottom. It's just a sea of blue. Well, That's what it is. All the night scenes are, and the tunnel definitely is. Yeah. It's very blue. And that's what we like about it, Cody. That song. That's what makes Remember it. that song by Eiffel 65? Cody, don't the even. Hit dance track of the late 90s and early aughts. It's Remember? still a hit track, Cody. Don't you slander Eiffel 65. I watched 65. like a 30-minute story about how they came up with the track. I was like, this is amazing. I love it. I've seen a few of those now. And let me tell you, they delight me every time. I watched one for It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Probably the best one. I watched one for uh, Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. Fantastic. It's just like all these like, not a, not that Shaggy's like a one-hit wonder, but these songs were like landmark, huge song, blew up for a while, and now like you don't really think about it as much. They're amazing to hear. And I just, I want to be that guy so bad. I just want to be the guy who blows up for three months has a huge hit. I tour on it for 18 months and then you never hear from me again the rest of your life and I made $2 million. That's what I need for me. If you have a hit track and you just want me to feature on it, you know, or you want me to do something, you know, I'll do a narration, I'll sing a hook, I'll do some harmonies, you know, whatever it takes, just tweet me at Opinion Havers, all right? I want to be featured on your one-hit wonder. I want to sell out immediately and then fade into obscurity. You know what I'm saying? And live in a four-bedroom house. Uh, that's it. That's all I need. I won't be able to afford a mansion. I won't have multiple houses. But I will have four bedrooms, and that's all you need. You get one bedroom for snacking, one bedroom for sleeping, one for your podcast, and another one for your Beanie Baby collection. That's why you need four bedrooms. Let's say, say I went through Tyler. Snacking room, Snack, sleeping room, sleeping, casting room, ca- cast, beanie baby room, beanie baby room. 
But Cody, you've already got you've already got basically four bedrooms. You know, like you got that basement is basically another bedroom. You know, I have to share them though. The well, you know, wouldn't you share your four bedroom? Are you gonna? Are you saying if you become featured on track, you know, you're on your own? We're starting fresh. We're starting over. Just leaving. New family, new life. That's how it's got to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. She could just stay there, right? And you, then you buy the four-bedroom house, but you keep your current house. Yeah, it's just my special space yeah. for me. Yeah. She gets to keep her space here. We still have to share this space. Then I get my own special space. I see. I see where you're going now. I see where it's going. I got you. All right? I see you. You know, I understand what you're saying, and I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you think, Cody? Or do you want to try to explain the movie for, before you tell me what you thought? <laughs> the first thing to know about this movie is that it is not the movie Legion, <laughs> which um, confused but you. But I'll I'll t- I'll tell you more about that in my rant. I have a All whole right. thing. I'll t- I'll I'll talk about that later. Okay. It is a movie set in the past future, <laughs> where it's after a vampire war, and the church went to war with the vampires. They trained deadly vampire warriors as priests, and uh, the vampire war ended, and now we're living in a fun post-apocalyptic future where the church runs a grubby rundown city, and the priests are just kind of hanging out. But could the vampires be back again? Dot, dot, dot. That's what it's about. Perfect. It perfectly sums up the movie, Cody. You know, you didn't miss any of it, Cody. Any of the subtlety of it, the story building, the world building, you got it all. All right. So, Cody, tell me how much you loved it. All right. Tell me. Feed me or Um, feed me. I didn't like it. Oh. Uh, You know, it, it was stupid enough that, like, it went down easy. I mean, I was sleep deprived. I've been tired for multiple days. Wrestled a mouse in my house for two hours at 3 a.m. I caught it. We let it outside. Nobody died. Don't worry. Um, anyway, so I've been tired all week. And I got home at 8 p.m. I was like, I guess I got to watch Priest now. <laughs> and I made it through. You know, the fact that I made it through the movie must be a compliment to it because I was fully prepared to just fall asleep during whatever this was. Um, it wasn't good. I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, it, it's, here's what it's like. Are you ever, like, really hungry for, like, a snack or, like, a dessert? And you're like, I don't have anything good, but I have fig bars. So <laughs> I guess it's kind of sweet. I guess, you know, it's better than nothing. Like, I'll eat it. I don't want to eat it, but I'll eat it. You know, it's that forgotten snack in your cabinet that you're like, in a pinch, I guess I can eat that. I would never pick this, you know. If I was at the grocery store, this wouldn't be the first thing I bought. But since it's here, we're both here. And I guess I'll just do it. And you do it. And you regret it after, of course. But you're like, at least, you know, I got to eat something. That's what it's like. How'd it go for you, Tyler? (laughs) Oh, Cody, this this is a fantastic movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we watched different movies really i think you're out here like what you watched legion because i'm still not convinced this movie wasn't that i mean legion is probably the better of the two movies it was definitely the more uh advertised of the two movies i think 
Mm. This is a fantastic film, Cody. I would say it's the peak of Paul Bettany's career, personally. <laughs> you know, I think this is where the it, peak of his career was his hijinks with Johnny Depp. Is that not? Nah. You seen any of that in the trial? No. Oh, they uh, you know, they had some coke fueled romps together, him and Johnny. That's yeah. fun. I mean, what would you what would you not give to be on those coke filled romps? That's the, that's the real question. I'm not giving up my four bedrooms, but anything else is on the table. Mm. Yeah, just to just to hang with a coked out Paul Bettany and Johnny Depp. Yeah. Do you think? Okay, if you're okay, let's pretend we're on the the coke romp with them. All right. Are they doing it all in character? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is Johnny Depp going to be Jack Sparrow for the romp? Or is he going to be, you know, uh, Crybaby or any of those characters? Do you think Paul, you know, do you think they do that? Is it one of those? I think if there's a run in with the authorities or if we need to sneak into somewhere and we get caught, yes. Mm. They're slipping into character because they're like, this will get me out of this. Because here's the thing with Johnny, he has a built in defense against getting caught wasted in public all right he's just like i was just acting like jack sparrow he just goes in jack sparrow there's a sick kid over here i was trying to cheer him up yeah i was doing my jack sparrow it's true that's why he carries the costume around with him right so he can just be like no officer i'm just in character i'm just in character you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah that's what it's all about all right that's what you need yeah good cover yeah all right, Cody. So, do you want to? I love the. Movie. I need to hear. I need to hear about this movie. I need. Do you want to jump right in? Can you? I'm ready. I want you to do it because I want to. I want to bottle some of some of your stuff. I want to butt some of your points. All right, that's what I really want. Okay, I have points, yeah, but yeah. I really want. I want to tear apart your arguments of why you think, <laughs> why you claim this to be a bad movie, when it is in fact one of the best movies. Okay. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Not as good as right. Dracula told, but you know, up there. All right, up there with the greats. Better than eight and a half. Many, 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 uh, many, many famous directors' fam- favorite movie. You know. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to? Do you want to go first? Do you want to hop on my solar-powered rocket bike and go on into? <laughs> yeah. I really do. The spoiler yeah. lands with me. All right. I'm so ready. Just hop right on here. Straddle this bike with me, Cody. <laughs> Just grip me tight as we, as I engage the nitro of my battery-powered bike. All right, and let's just... <laughs> well, now we're here. We're in it. We're in the spoiler lands. So, uh, I don't yeah, have a timer. I'm, like, I'm ready to rant at you as soon as you've got a timer for me. I, you, know? I, you know I don't have this stupid timer pulled up. Can't yeah, I know, and I don't have my watch. My watch strap broke, and until I get a new one, it's not gonna. And I don't want to use my watch. And here we are. You know, I'm here. I'm a sad boy without his watch strap. I'm not. I'm. I'm not strapped. Right. You know, I'm always strapped on the podcast, and now I'm not strapped. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me comfortable. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I got the timer. It's right. here. I'm. Go- I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, let me tell you. First off, this is a great cast. This is. The amount of talent in this movie is upsetting. Christopher Plummer, Paul Bettany, Carl Urban, Lily Collins. This is a great, what are they doing? How did, 
how did they get all these people into this movie? Several Lord of the Rings alumni. We're talking the actor who plays Wormtongue and uh, Aomer are both in this movie. What happened? What happened that all these people got in the same room together? And there, there are people with Oscar nominations in this movie. Okay, this is insane. All right, fantastic cast. Good for them. My second note. Oh my goodness, this isn't Legion. I'm so so confused. And I texted you about it, and we're going to talk about it, okay? We're going to talk about how this is the same director and leading actor in a very similar movie that took place one year apart from each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were both released within a year of each other. Same director, Paul Bettany, also in a movie, supernatural thriller action movie i'm very confused why they both exist let me tell you you can buy <laughs> you can buy a three pack on amazon <laughs> it's called uh the fallen angel three movie collection it's got legion it's got priest and it's got gabriel on it so i've read the reviews people are split they're like hey it's a good deal if you like them people seem to think either priest is the best or legion is the best then there's one psycho who's like gabriel's good priest sucks you know I guess there's a TV show from the same, based off of the Legion movie called Dominion. Um, so I guess that continues there. I don't know. Let me tell you, I love watching. I love these reviews. They're so good. Um, this person, their review says, great. Pretty good. Haven't watched Gabriel the Priest yet, but Legion is a great apocalypse slash fallen angel movie. You know, <laughs> our favorite... That's really our peak market, is the Fallen Angels slash Apocalypse movies. It's our favorite on this one. So there's that. It's not Legion. <laughs> I saw a lot of trailers for Legion, and I really thought that's what we were going into. And when I found out how closely released this was with the same director, I blew my mind. And it honestly distracted me a lot from this, from watching this movie. It's fine. I got over it. <laughs> the art of vampire combat. Love that. I love that whole phrase. Um... I love that it's an art, okay? I love that they don't have, like, their own special kind of martial arts, they call it. They're just like, no, vampire combat. You know, the art of it, loved it. Here's the other thing. I wish more bad movies did this. <clears throat> they have a little intro, and it's like, oh, what's going to happen to Carl Urban? He got taken away by the vampires. All right, I know there's vampires. I know there's what seem to be priests fighting them. And then they're like, how about this? How about a Samurai Jack anime three-minute intro? And they just do the whole exposition dump. And you know what? I wish more bad movies did that because it answered a lot of questions for me. It was just like, you know what? We did it. We don't have to sneak it in awkward dialogue. It's literally like, hey, here's the three-minute history. This is what's going on. Enjoy the rest of the movie now. You know, why not? Why not go big and just give it to us up front? I appreciated that. The cross on his forehead is 40% too big. At least. It is huge. What is it? It's very distracting. It needs to be like, you ever seen, you ever heard of Harry, Harry Potter? I believe I'm saying that right. It needs to be something like that. Where it's like, hey, it's right here. It's a little thing. It's not like a big deal or anything, but no. It's massive. Absolutely massive. I couldn't deal with it. I was like, it doesn't have to be tiny. It just needs to be smaller. It's all the way down the note, the whole, th come on, man. You really doing that to him? Let me tell you, my there's some great terminology. The Art of Vampire Combat, a, Tolkien with A++ that name, right? The verbiage of the movie is fantastic. How about this? At one point, a man says, there's a vamp attack. 
And I love that he shortened vampire to vamp and then no one throughout the rest of the movie uses it. No one else ever says vamp the rest of the movie. Made me real happy. It was just the one guy. Uh, fantastic. Let me tell you my other favorite verbiage in this movie. <laughs> it's the end of the movie. All right, we're in spoiler town. No big deal. Carl Urban is like, here's what happened to me. They took me and they attacked me. And then the queen vampire turned me into something that's never been seen before. A human vampire. I was like, there's no cool name for it. <laughs> like, what? We know you're a human vampire. We saw your teeth. We saw you have powers. Obviously, that's what you are. There's no name for it. You're just a human vampire. So anticlimactic. I was so mad. <laughs> Tyler, I'm still mad about it. And I need you. You cannot defend this. <laughs> I can, Cody. He, I he can. No, I'm not done. Cody, that's this your man, minutes, Cody. You got your minutes. This man no. became something that's never been seen before and then didn't give it a cool name. What is this? That's like, oh my goodness. All right. All right Tyler, no, I'm you, done. You'll be, you be quiet, Cody. This is my time. All right. We're going into it. Cody, here's the thing. The cool name for a human vampire is a vampire. Human vamp vampire. This thing is a whole separate world, Cody. This is a world they have built. Did you not see the world building at the beginning? Because it was built. The world, here's what they took the world, they <laughs> built it. Here's what they set it up. They're like, hey, vampires, they're faster. They're apex predators or whatever. They sparkle in the sunlight. You know, no big deal. That's, that's you know. And it's like, but humans, they had the sun and uh, artillery, you know, because that's, they like, I like they took it through, like, they've been at war forever. Like, it's always been, like, all human advancement. Normally, it's, like, advancing humans to fight other humans. This is, the, like, different universe where it's all advancement has been to fight these stupid vampires, all right? Which are not humans, Cody. They're not people that have been turned into vampires. You get infected by the vampires, they get turned into a familiar, a la Guillermo from what we do in the shadows. All right. Have you seen that show? No, you haven't. You would know Guillermo is a familiar. He's the best. He's a sweet boy and we love him. All right. So that's what the vampire thing does. It turns you into a weird vampire slave, right? And then he's being like, oh, I'm a human vampire. Here's what I hate. I hate that they like make it like it's a big reveal at the end. After he has bit somebody. And it's like, that's, dude, come on. Like, you've made it clear. Anybody who's not on board at this point. You probably don't need those people as a fan base, all right? You just need to. You should have done this at the beginning, where he exp and had him explain it to somebody. I don't know. Just don't explain it. Point is, he's a human vampire, all right? Because that's the only. You know what do you want him to say? Nothing. That's right. Nothing. Here's the thing, Cody. I think this is just all film. It was all filmed in Italy, right? Because this is a world run by the church. That's Italy, right? Italy's run by the church. So that's what this is. This is what I imagine it looks like, right? People think it's all vineyards and chalets, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just this post-apocalyptic, you know, thing. Here's the thing. What I don't think they did a good idea, a good job of doing is they're like, they're like, oh, look, history up to like World War One era technology, then priests. Then they're like, hey, you know. There's radiation out here, and they didn't, like, do a good job, I think, of, in my opinion, of being, like, you know, like, they, like, tried to nuke the vampires. That's why everything outside the cities is suck, because they've nuked them, and now everything's kind of becoming good again. So I'll give you that, Cody. But the movie's so cool, all right? I, there were multiple times where I said to Tiffany, and I was just like, man, this movie's so cool. 
like when he's when he's doing the scene cody don't you you cannot look me in the eye and when he is there's the scene with the huge wasteland and the city behind him and he's on his bike and he hits the stupid nitro where it's like there's no nitro in the bike the bike is battery powered anyway but he shoots off and it's the the cloud of the city in the background he's going you cannot honestly look me in the eye and didn't think didn't think oh that's cool you know because it was it was so cool it was just like oh this is cool it's cool here's the genius of this film they were like look we don't have a lot of money all right and we can't do that good of effects but we can do effects that are going to look fantastic in shadow so everything needs to happen in shadow there's like one effect when they burst out of their little pause little arm comes out that's the only effect that I would say looks bad. All the other ones, they're like, shadow it up, and it'll look great. And they, you know what? They're right. It looks great. All right? D- Cody, don't talk to the priests. All right? That's the one rule. That's what that one lady said. That's what we know. All right? We know you don't talk to the priests because they have the giant tattoo on their face. And if they didn't have the giant tattoo, Cody, that might be, maybe in some scenes was slightly off to one side or the other because the people who painted it on Paul Bettany's face didn't quite get it straight, but we're not, you know, whatever. It's a tattoo. That's how you know don't talk to those people. They're priests. They saved the world. They're heroes. Don't talk to them. All right? When he, when he gives, he gives them the shooting lesson, it is the worst shooting lesson ever, right? He's like, here's how you shoot, and then shoots off to the side, and then he's like, are you teaching me how to shoot? I'm teaching you how to kill vampires, and then no lesson was given, all right? That's what all it was, all right. but, but Cody, it was cool, though, all right? When he, it, when he kicked it up, and pow, that was cool, right? Here's the thing that, you know, Cody, I know you don't understand, all right? Looking at me, you're looking at me, and you're like, I don't understand it. I see it in your eyes. The priests have superpowers, all right? They're fast and strong like the vampires. That's the thing. That's the whole thing of them. They got the superpowers. They're not regular people, Cody. They don't have sex. That's where the superpower comes from, all right? (laughs) Tyler, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. Um, You blew my mind with that one, that last one. I got to give you credit. I didn't even... Didn't even put it together. It's, you know, it's, it's all about the precious uh, fluids, you know? When you, when you keep your fluids pure, you just you become stronger and more nimble. Yeah. Uh, That's why he was the best, Cody, because he, he did it. He created the child. Then it was more pent up. He had more fluids that were pent up. <laughs> all right? More precious fluids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, look, here's the thing about the, I hear what you're saying, right? You got to have the cross on the face so they know not to talk to, <clears throat> here's the thing. They're like, hey, we're going to train you to be deadly warriors and super strong and <clears throat> everything. Thanks for saving our butts. Now we're going to be dicks to you. You're exiled, but you live here. <clears throat> what is the church's game plan for these priests? Why are they even keeping them around? Like, shouldn't they have like a monastery? Like, you could also just put, like, a little priest monastery out on the borders of the town and be like, hey, uh, you can still try to hunt some vampires, you know. Instead, they're like, we're going to be jerks to, like, the superheroes and um, not let them do anything or never believe them or never. You know, it's like, what What did you think was going to happen, my guy, Christopher Plummer? What do you, what's your game plan? Well, if we're, How is this benefiting anyone? If we're being real, is it not kind of like a an allegory of how countries treat their veterans where they kind of, like, 
Cool. For thanks for oh. saving us. Now uh, go become a trash guy. I guess I don't know. No one will hire you because you got no applicable skills aside from killing people that want to kill me. Interesting. That is actually that's quite an astute observation. Like I think this is. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. It's like a lot of these movies, right? Where the because a lot I will tell you a lot of the Tyler's trash are based on like comics or like things like that, right? Or books or something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of them have these very deep. Um social commentary things that make the book or the comic really popular and then when they make the movie Mm -hmm. they're like all right we're gonna lean more into like the coolness and the combat the cool stuff yeah when you if you were to ask like the fan base they would probably be like well what we like is that you know this like drama between the priests and the church and how like yeah they're like veterans of they're like soldiers and the the church is like the government, and them trying to be like, no, no, there's this problem coming. It's problems. I would say a train full of vampires coming to your city is a problem. Oh yeah, you know. Um, can we talk about let's let's pivot a little bit mm. to the costume? <gasps> okay, specifically, um, the robe with the hood that he wears in the beginning. Yeah. It is all wooly and curly, and it looks like, you know, like when you have an old blanket that has all the little lint balls all over it? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. It distracted me quite a lot. I wish he had just had, like, a regular fabric, you know? It looked like his, his coat was trying to have a good time, you know? It's like a fun brooding coat, you know? I th- if to me, you didn't get that vibe? No, to me it came across as, like, when you're doing, like, it, like a medieval movie and someone's got, like, a handmade wool cloak and it's that's what it looked like mm. to me because <laughs> here's the thing nah. i figured out the vibe of the movie it came to me when they showed it cut from like the city to the people in the t- in the western town because i told tiffany i was like oh it's kind of like it's like uh you know i was trying to describe it and then like after we started i was like oh yeah it's kind of like got western vibes too like because it's all like everything's western and there's like the sheriff in the in the town and all that you know but the technology vibes and like the overall aesthetic and stuff, I figured it out. It's very like Fallout, in that it's like, oh, mm. there was a there was a society. That society is now gone. Now we're like rebuilding back up to that, but we've still got like old timey, old west yeah. style technology. My my very favorite example of that. Bailey pointed this out, so she gets the credit. When the train stops at one of the stations on the way into town, into the big city, and there's like the old prospector guy, you know, the train conductor dude watching the station. He's like, what's this train coming in? Surrounded by electrical lights. <laughs> then he grabs like a flame lantern <laughs> to go out. So I'm like, there's electricity everywhere. And you got to play this flame lanterns doing a is doing nothing for you. B why you got a flame lantern when there's electricity everywhere, all around you made me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? You don't even know what you're doing. Well, I mean, in that same town, they have places heating their house with, like, a stove listening to vinyl records on an old, like, like a, well, the, not like even a regular record My player, like, like one with a horn. How is the flame lantern going to help you? Like, it's one of those things, with how bright the electrical lights were, I'm like, that flame lantern's not doing, you know, that's like if I got a Zippo and was like, all right, this is going to help me see something here. Like, no, there's any light that's not going to, unless it's pitch black, a Zippo lighter's not doing anything for you. Uh, Here's but it's my thing. If, it's if a society... you got to have it both ways, and that's what I respect about it. If if you lived in a world, right, where vampires were your, the main threat to you, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Would you not kind of throw the risk of skin cancer to the wind and develop light bulbs almost exclusively that give off UV light? Or is the idea that yeah. it's like a mystical thing from sunlight, not the UV light? Because I feel like that's what it you usually is, with, right? If I was a vampire, I would just put on physical sunblock, you know? You know, the the really good, the zinc one that like actually just blocks the rays from hitting you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wouldn't you just invent, if you were a vampire, whatever. Here, okay, you talked about the effects. The vampires did look great. Like, yeah, they held up. Like, those effects look really good. I feel like they put all their budget into those. Like, let's just not make the vampires look dumb. So, I mean, it worked. Yeah. It is one of those movies where it's like, I personally think the like the sets look awesome. The effects look awesome. The costumes, I think they nailed what they were going for, especially if you like look at the comic and stuff. Like, they nailed it perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think it's something, I think it's cool. I think they leaned, <clears throat> it could have been, I don't, but it's like the very nature of it is like, this isn't going to be like top 10 movie of all time, like winning all these awards. Like, it's just never going to be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's awesome. Personally. So it's just so cool. It's just so cool, Cody. Okay. Let me, let's talk about the familiars a little bit. I was confused by that because I was like. I was I was thinking of the familiars like what we do in the shadows. Where it's like oh, it's just a human serving a vampire. But you're saying you get bit, so you're vampire-y, but you're not a full vampire. Anyway, whatever, it's fine. You go to the familiars. There's the guy, and he's chopping off like crow heads or rooster heads or whatever, and draining their blood. You know, he's doing that. That's his job. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I love about it. They show the close up of like oh, he chopped off a bird head. Ew. And then he's talking to him, and then he's like still talking. He's like. Well, I got to do something with my hands. So then he like chops again, but he doesn't chop anything off. <laughs> he just like chops it next to the bird head he already chopped off. I'm like, what do you do? I, I saw that. <laughs> Why why'd you do the close up then when nothing was happening? And then the next time he does it, he is cutting it like silly guy doing his, you know, his prop work. Yeah. They also in that same scene, it's funny because we watched the unrated one, which I'm assuming is like, oh, there's two or three bloody shots we got to throw in there, right? Because yeah. um, there's nothing crazy in the movie. <clears throat> Anyway, there's a scene of the priest. He's fighting the familiars, and he's literally there's like three different close-ups of him like breaking someone's arm. Okay. And I, you know this, I have a great sound system. <laughs> I didn't hear a single cracking. Neither did I. Sound effect on any of those. I was like, he just broke a man's arm. We saw it. It didn't even make like a pop or like anything. You know, <laughs> like they didn't make a tiny crunch. It was like. Okay, okay, but nothing happened because there's no sound. All right, but here's the thing, Cody, because I looked up, but when I was buying these, I was like, okay, what is the difference between the uh, the unrated and the rated version, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things is in the theatrical release, he breaks it, and it's just kind of like a snapping the carrot sound, you know, like classic. Right. But in the unrated, it's supposed to be like, you know, the it's like the two different sounds. It's like, I'm going to take a carrot snap versus I'm going to take like six stalks of celery and slowly snap them. Yeah. So that was supposed to be the difference. And I think they just didn't put the sound effect in the unrated version. I think you're right. Because it specifically calls it I out. I didn't hear nothing. Neither did I. And it specifically yeah. calls it out as that's like one of the biggest things because like bone crunching violence is like that specific like that crunch as opposed to a snap is something that gets mm-hmm. you from PG-13 to R. So they took it out to get the PG-13 
and they didn't put it back it's so in. So specific. And it was oh it drove gosh. me because yeah, no. it looks like, like why would you show the close up and then not yeah <laughs> add anything in because it looks yeah, like he's he just elbows like a Muppet arm. Right, yeah. that's what it looks like. Because it just bends, <laughs> it just bends. It doesn't do anything. So I was oh, so mad, man. and also it didn't seem like any of the blood splatter was bigger, like it was supposed to. So I, I feel ripped off personally that I got the. Mm. But I mean, that was I looked yeah. it up. The unrated versus the theatrical is just literally like they toned all the blood splatter down, maybe forty percent. For the theatrical code release. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's going to be way more fun to watch the unrated version. Except for the yeah. fact that we didn't get the bone crunching sound, which I was like. Tell you what, next time you watch it, Tyler, I'm going to sit in the back of the room <laughs> with the celery stalks. I'll, I'll live fully in the sound. Just, <laughs> just driving me nuts. You know what I'm saying? I... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear you. Um, so priest has a potential love interest, you know, lady friend, the other priestess, you know, the other priest lady who goes and she warns him. Here's my thing about her. Um, it's been a while since we have, we've had a nipple conversation, you know, since the Bond films, we haven't talked much about them. Let's, let's bring back nipple talk. So her costume was specifically engineered to have nipples poking out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you noticed it, but it was really aggressive for the first couple scenes. Then it tones down throughout the movie, but it's like very clear that they like made it so it like does a little, you know, here, let me just, I'll show you. Sorry, you guys can't see this, but you know, it's very much like designed to have a little like whirp. So distracted me a lot. I had to point out to Bailey, she noticed it too. I'm not crazy, you're crazy. My question is why? Why so aggressive? Why, why did we make aggressive nipple action part of the costume you know i mean i wish i was with you cody she has sworn an oath of celibacy and she's out here flaunting her nips you know that's yeah. not right to me i wish i, I wish i was with you celibacy oath right I, just, I i don't remember the nips Tyler, it breaks my heart that you can't be here to back me up i can't i really i you know i yeah I just uh, I'm looking at my costume. I wrote down the note: nipples part of costume or no? And then by the next scene, I was like, absolutely, one hundred percent, they are. So, Tyler, next time you watch it, I'll do the celery sound effects. You got to go on nipple watch, and we'll you know we'll get it. I mean, are you sure you're not just a crazy person? Because you might be. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I know what I saw. I know what I saw. Did you though? Tyler, All right. let's talk about motorcycles. Okay. Their motorcycles are flimsy. I knew a man with a motorcycle. He had a BMW motorcycle, and he had the little, like, kick guard thing, so when you tip, it just grinds on that instead of scratching up your bike. The thing is, motorcycles, the heavy-duty ones, they're pretty sturdy, you know? Like, I get, I get the, like, the really lightweight, like, street racing ones. You know, those will tumble a lot. The big, heavy ones, like, you can tip those over, and they'll kind of just, like, slide. So I thought that's what these would do. <laughs> when, when what's his name hops off the bike onto the train, it literally just like disintegrates into like 50 pieces. Yeah. But then later when he falls off the train, there's one of the dirt bikes that was there and it's just fine. And he's like, all right on this. What's that about? You know what I'm saying? This is the future past post-apocalyptic West you know, we can't have motorcycles. You know what I'm saying? I thought that motorcycles would have been better built. I'm just going to say it. 
I mean, you know, it's like sometimes, Cody, you know, you're out here, you're dropping your bike going like a thousand miles an hour. Sometimes it explodes, you know? What right. more do you want? You know, his also looked like it was like homemade versus theirs, which looked like dirt bikes. And we all know dirt bikes are sturdier than, you know, uh, not dirt right. bikes. Let's talk about this. I find this man interesting. He is in love with Lily Collins. Yes. Um, he is a sheriff of a town. Yes. He lets seemingly a lot of things slide. Whatever. I don't care. Here's my thing. The whole conflict is I'm in love with Lily Collins, so I want to save her. But then Priest, Paul Bettany is like, yeah, I want to save her, but I'm going to kill her if she's infected. So then Sheriff Guy's like, well, if you're going to kill her if she's infected, then I'm going to kill you after you save her, but also before you kill her. I'm like, this is this is like four chess, chess moves too complicated. Guy, you need him to save her anyway. But he's like thinking about killing her before they even save her. He's like, dude, you stand zero chance to save Lily Collins without this guy. That's why you got his help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we just go and see if she's not infected or not, you know? And then we'll take it from there. You know what I'm saying? Also, whatever. It's fine, you know? But It would have been great if she was infected and it was like, ah, darn it. You know, like, can you imagine go through all the work? If you went through all the work of saving her and then you had to kill her, it's like, you know? I would have liked that movie. That's that would have made this a Cody movie instead of a Tyler movie. Yeah, but then it would have been a bad movie. Okay, that's the thing. So he's bad at saving her because he's bad at he's not good enough. He's not a priest. Doesn't have the superpowers. Can't fight yeah. him. But he gets better. Whatever. Here's my thing. There's a familiar who has Lily Collins and he's running. You know, he's running. He's going through the the different what do you call them? Caboose. Caboose. The train train, train cars. Course. He's going through the different train cars. All right. He's going through them, and our sheriff guy is chasing him. He's in love with Lily Collins. He wants to save her. He wants to save her real bad. Mm-hmm. They're running, and the guy goes to the next train car. He shuts the door immediately. Priest pops out of the floor, all right? And he's like, what's going on? And the sheriff's like, they took her to the front. She's literally in the next caboose. Like She's one car ahead, and he's like, she's gone. <laughs> like, no, she's, the guy was 10 feet ahead of you. You gotta open that door. But he's talking to priest like she's already at the front of the train. What was that about? I watched the door close. Priest popped up and he's like, "She's up there. I don't know. I don't know where she went." I'm like, dude, he's right. What are you doing? What was he doing? Here's a, explain this. Here's to the me. thing, Cody. Here's, first off, the yeah. caboose is the back. Thank you. All right. The rest of them are just train cars. So, personally, I take offense that you uh, you had it and then you lost it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like trade yeah. co- it's like when somebody's like, I don't know, what's that thing called? Like a, a house, a cottage, a bungalow. Uh, you know, it's like, no, no, you had it. It's called a house. You don't need. <laughs> Let's talk about people called a house a bungalow. I hate you. Moving yeah. on. Um. <laughs> I don't know. What more do you want? Maybe he locked the door. Priest had to kick it down. All right. Priest, let's. My thing is, they never tried to open the door. Like, try. They didn't do anything. He was like, they walked through that door. What are we going to do? 
Well, gotta find I mean, let's be real. Dude, you've just what, chased him through like three train cars. What's different about what, that one? What is he going to do? That's the real question, Cody. What is he going to do? Try to open the door. Why he didn't? He's bad at this. He can't do there anything. Was, there's no possible world where the sheriff saves Lily Collins. Right. There is 0% chance because he was stopped by a door. Yeah. <laughs> a door stopped this man. But Priest was ready to kill. I was a little vampires. confused about their plan. What what plan? I was a little bit confused about the plan. I don't know if you were. I'm sure you weren't because you love this movie. I love it. So the plan was Priest and Sheriff were going to hop on the caboose, then work their way up through the train cars all the way to the front. Potentially, they're going to find Lily Collins. Right. Meantime, the lady priest, priestess lady, she's like, "I'm going to go wire the tracks to explode. Let me know when you're safe, and I'll blow the tracks." I'm like, "That's fine plan." But, like, once you wired it to go, isn't it going to blow up anyway? So why would you? I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Like, how do you know if they, were you going to blow them up? At, at one point, were you going to blow them up? How did you know if you got far enough to wire the tracks right? You know what I'm saying? It seemed like hard timing to do. I'm... And here's why I know it's a bad plan. Because she abandons it. And she's like, forget well, she doesn't... wiring the tracks. I'm going to wire my motorcycle up. Forget about the timing. I'm just going to blow up the train either way. So it's like, it was a bad plan is what I'm saying. I don't, I mean. She was like, I'll wait for the signal. And then she's like, forget the signal. I'm just blowing this thing. Well, up. she, okay. Okay, Cody. Let's let's break down the, tr- the plan here for you first, okay? Hicks, the useless sheriff, hops on the back. Priest does not hop on the back. So obviously the back of the train is probably not part of the real plan because neither of the priests are taking that as part of their thing. All right. The caboose. The caboose is not part of the real plan. The caboose is like, hey, Hicks, you check out the back of the train and keep an eye on it. All right. <laughs> Priest was going to try to go up and stop the train as he was headed towards the front of the train to stop it. Uh... Okay. And right. he was met by Black Hat, Carl Urban. All right. Priestess yeah. went up to blow it, got in a fight where a guy broke the detonator. Oh, for him. That was yeah, the thing yeah. that she set and then he fell on and then it, she shows it and there's like, it sits on it for a time that I think it takes too long. I thought, Mike, you really are driving home the fact that this thing's broken. And obviously, Cody, I'm looking at you. I'm hearing your explanation of their plan. And I'm like, obviously, they didn't really drive it home enough. Because <laughs> you're like, then she just abandons <laughs> the plan. So that was the thing. And she's like, I'm going to have to strap it to the bike, ram it into the train. Which you could say the train running over it might have blown up the stuff. But That's what the I'm idea, saying. I think, is that she I'm wired once it. You've wired it. Once you've wired it down to a spot... That's where the train's going to blow up, regardless of the timing of anything, because the train's just going. You can't. Here's the thing. Here's a fun fact about trains. This is something not a lot of people know. They're hard to stop. Yes. They take a long time to stop. Yeah. So once you've wired the tracks, you've committed to that timeline. So it doesn't matter if they got on or off, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing. I think the idea is she wired it to that, because here's the other thing. Most explosives, Cody, you can't just hit them with something. Like, if you take a hammer... Yeah to a thing of c4 the c4 is not going to explode right you right, need the, right you need a thingy that's need gonna the, charge the, the detonator to detonate it right yeah and that's yeah. by design cody fun fact that's it's the so how detonate it while riding a motorcycle 
Uh, well, I think the motorcycle exploding became the detonator. I think that became your detonator, right? Because so, see, here's the thing: uh, the electric motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, the electric motorcycle. I mean, that is what the detonator would have done: is send an electric signal through the thing, right? Tesla made motorcycles yet? Uh, Why haven't they done that? I don't know, man. They're, you know what? What? You know, they're, they're doing their own thing. You know. Yeah, you know, they're mm-hmm. out here. They're doing something. Who knows what they're doing, right? All I know is Elon Musk bought Twitter, and uh, you know, everybody's freaking out about it. Everybody's going to Mastodon. Everybody's going to be tooting. No one cares about Twitter, though, right? Like we've already established that Twitter doesn't matter. Yeah, right. right? You know uh-huh. who uses Twitter? Famous okay, people. Cool. That's yeah. it. Famous people uh, use it to talk to other famous people, and then you cool. see a Twitter post on Reddit. <laughs> Or something. That's what happens. Perfectly, you know, it's working as designed. The point is, Cody, the plan was flawless. And then, you know, except for the fact that there was a human vampire, something that had been never been seen before. Human. All right. Oh my gosh! Why he named himself a human vampire? Like, it, they made it. They made a meal out of that. They're like something that's never been made before. Well, I mean, it's not like... Human vampire. Like, uh, see, I'm looking up human vampire, Cody. Um, the, I mean, there's not a name. There's When we made a cookie brownie, we didn't call it a cookie brownie. We made up a name for it, a blondie, all right? That's what we did. I hate that. I yeah. hate it. I'm just that saying make it needs sense. a name of some kind. Well, there... So there's the half human, half vampire called a dampire, but then you would have been like, "What is that?" A dampire. Plus, Cody, it's never been seen before. There's no name for it. Could have been a human vampire. You shorten vampire to vamp. We did that once. Never revisited. Add an H to it. A ham. <laughs> Boom. That I would have been happy with that. A ham. Cody, I've, I've got the call from Lionsgate. They said. Manpire. They said you're fired. I, that, that a good one? I didn't know they hired you, but they fired you already. I, I'm sorry to hear that. I like Manpire as well. That's also a good one. Manpire. Human vampire. That's what he was, Cody. Carl Urban. Like we knew that. Vampire teeth. Everyone knew that you were a human vampire. Yeah. You have weird colored eyes. You have vampire teeth. You have drained someone of their blood. We're good. You have, you're extra strong. Like, yeah, no, we're all... But Paul, you've given us no new information. But you just said how it happened. I guess that's something. Okay, now here's the thing. I'll get. You, I don't think the bad thing is the human vampire thing. What I think is bad is that they explained it in the last twenty minutes of the film. What they should have done is had his dying brother say it. You know, like say, hey, you know, like, hey, this dude is a man that moved like. Like a man, like a vamp that could do stuff like a vampire or something. I don't know. Find a way in his dying breath that he reveals, oh, shoot, Carl Urban's still alive. And he's a vampire now. Mm -hmm. Then you could have had the whole movie where he's like, F, I'm going to have to fight like the second best priest with vampire superpowers. Right. Yeah, because even even when they go to fight, priest is like, this will just be like normal fight, right? And he's like, no, I don't, you know, like it's not going to go well. Yeah. It's like you guys were already. It went as well as it did. Yeah, you're already superheroes. Then he got extra superpowers, so it's not going great. Here's what I hate. All right, here's what you didn't see this. You didn't think about it, and I hate that you didn't say anything about it. Okay, dude with the ring sword things comes at him. 
He's doing the ninja thing. No, 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 no. We're not going that. We're not going to that. That's classic bad movie stuff. That's classic kung fu movies. Whatever. Who cares? We're moving on. Point is, Carl Urban punches him, and his hand yeah. is covered in blood. The ch- guy's chest has a bloody mark on it, but his clothes are still intact. And it's like, if you punch through skin, you're punching through the clothes too, right? I also like that, like, what he's holding looks like a gooey amygdala. Thing. Like, it's not even, like, a heart or organ. It's, like, it's like what? blue goo. It's like, what are you holding? Well, I think it's just supposed to be blood on his like face. He was holding a jellyfish. It's just his fist. Yeah, but it looked like a jellyfish to me, you know, like a blue jellyfish. I was like, what? I mean, it's because everything's got the blue tint, Cody. That's where it all comes back around. Oh, yeah, the blue tint. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome because he's, like, swinging his thing and doing, like, it's not even like what he was winding back for a hit. He was literally doing his swingies, you know, like to show off as he ran at him. Like, dude, you weren't ready to fight anyway. <laughs> that's not how you. That's not. It's all about me. That's not how the art of vampire um, combat. What is it? The art of vampire combat goes. You don't know. You don't know the uh, art yeah. of vampire combat. You know, let's. No, here's my favorite art. Of, here's my favorite vampire combat art I saw. I think you'll agree with me. Um, it was Lady Priest fighting the motorcycle gang. She wraps him in a chain, pulls it, blows him into like a hundred chunks. Yeah. Just diced him in one move into a bunch of chunks. That's how you fight a vampire. Now you know that's how you take out a familiar. Yeah. You know? Now that right there, that's courtesy of the unrated version, Cody. You're welcome. Nice. Uh what is it priest is like <laughs> we're like right towards the end of the movie and he's like what is it hicks does something good he shoots someone you know and priest is like you would have been a good priest and he's like thanks man he's like don't let it get to your head i'm like guys we're doing something way more important i don't understand why this quip is happening right now yeah it's like when he shoots the <laughs> why would you he shoots the sun holes. He compliments him. He's like, don't get cocky. Like, you just told him he did a good job. Yeah. Like, and he wasn't, like, boastful, but he's like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, love yeah. that. I mean, I, I guess that's classic, like, father-in-law hijinks, you know, where it's like, you don't do it, you know? Yeah. Don't you lay your fingers on my doubter. Okay. Here's my favorite thing about Lily Collins' character. She gets kidnapped, right? And she's looking rough for the whole movie. It's like, oh, she is not well. They must have infected her or she's sick, whatever. (laughs) This continues for the whole movie. Then Priest grabs her, jumps off the train. Train explodes. He's holding her. Oh, thank goodness she's going to be okay. She's healthy again. I don't know what happened. (laughs) She went from, like, dehydrated, pale face, like, craggly lips you know looked on the brink of death and then as soon as they're off the train she's like oh yeah no i'm good to go i'm feeling great what What happened what happened between her being on the train and her being off the train that she all of a sudden has life in her face again you know i don't know cody let's be real i think you fell asleep in the middle of this movie (laughs) there's a whole scene where carl urban is like you must be starving like you're on the brink of death have some food and water and like let me nurse you back to health real quick and then they do the rescue no mission. she looks sick after that too though she looks sick when they were doing the whole fight are on you the sure train. you're not thinking of his familiar who looked like he was no she looks sand? awful she was like 
under green lighting, she looked like she was turned into a familiar. Man. Hold on now. I'm going back to the movie. I've been, I've had the clips of the movie up, and I gotta tell you, Cody. So far, you, you're not you're not buying a thousand here. You're just, you're talking about stuff, Cody. And I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking, Cody. This is just me, my brain here. I'm thinking you fell asleep mm. during this movie, and you watched the Cliff <laughs> Notes version or something of it, and then you're like, I can wing it through this podcast or something. You know, that's what I think <laughs> happened. That's what I'm thinking's going on right now. Because she looks real healthy. Lily Collins looked like she visited the makeup table at Sephora between when they were on the train and when she was on. And furthermore, she was looking great. And Hicks was covered in an amount of dirt that was, like, upsetting. Like an upsetting I knew you were going to bring up your stupid obsession like, with this dirt. would they both be dirty? He's outside. I know he was on a dirt bike and everything. I'm just saying, like... Her face got real clean, and his face got real dirty. I mean, she has been inside the entire time, and he's been outside the whole time, so I mean. Bailey called the the twist where it's like, no, this isn't my niece. This is my daughter. Well, well, yeah. He'd been naughty. He did the sex, all right? And he's not supposed to do that. No, he took the oath right after that, right? Yeah, he got called up right after. Cody, I'm I'm looking. My favorite thing, too, is like at the end, Priest rolls up. Paul Bettany takes a a fresh vampire head and, like, drops it on the floor and is like, hey, there's a vampire colony here. You can go see the evidence. There's a whole bunch that were headed here. We stopped them. Here's a live, you know, a just freshly killed vampire head. And Christopher Plummer's like, you're such a liar. Christopher Plummer, go out the game. But, Cody, you burnt. You know what I'm saying? He could have just gone to one of the reservations and killed a vampire. I guess, Maybe. If Why I not? walked you know, up, Cody, if I walked into your house and I just dropped the head of a Native American and I said, Cody, they're back. <laughs> they're coming for you. All right. They want it all back. They're coming. No. <laughs> all right. Are you going to just assume, are you just going to trust me that, Cody, they're back and they're on the warpath? They're coming for you and your family and your lands. All right. Or are you going to assume mm. Tyler just killed a random Native American man? <laughs> That he encountered. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good point. It's, you know, I'm out here. I understand what the church is doing here. There, Cody. There is no war in Bossing Say. All right, that's what you don't understand. Oh yeah. Man, what was the if you you know if you go against the church to go against God? I like that they said that like six times in two yeah. minutes. I was like, I get it, man. Like. Four different people have said it. It was on the intercom twice. Like, I fully understand. I need some new sayings. I need some other exposition. I've gotten that exposition. I need some new exposition. Yeah. You know? Cody, you've never been a Catholic. You don't know what it's like, all right? That's all you hear all the time, all right? Right? That's what it is. Like I said, that's this movie is what it's like to live in Italy. Right? So. If you live in the Vatican... Tweet us at Opinion Havers. Tell us if it's like Priest. You know? Are vampires an issue? I would like to know that. Do you have the sun in the city? Because they didn't have the sun anymore, if you remember. Because of the pollution. So maybe it's like living in L.A. With the tweakers. Oh, yeah. You know the tweakers? You know, they're like vampires, right? They don't like the sun in... They move real fast, and they move in irregular patterns, you know? 
Yeah, what did he say? They move in concentric circles, so you gotta shoot ahead. You gotta anticipate where they're gonna be because they're always gonna go in a concentric. I think what he said because I thought the same thing. First thing you gotta know about Vampire. I had the same knee jerk reaction, and then no, no, I swear he said concentric. No, no, because I thought he said it too. He said inconsistent patterns is what he says, but it sounds almost yeah. No, yes, he didn't. That's even that makes even less like. Hey, they move inconsistently, so make sure to shoot where they're going to be. Like, how are you? If they move inconsistently, how are you going to know they're going to be? Because Cody, explain that to me. Whereas, if at least it's a concentric circle, you know, hey, well, they're going to move in a pattern. You, you know, know so point gonna, A. They're moving in a circle. Point B. All right. So you got A and B. I mean, really, it should be C because you got to see A to B. You want to see A to B, you're going to anticipate C. You know. Here's the thing. I'm turning the subtitles on. I'm fast forwarding to this section that that you don't even know. All right, that you're like. You're like out here. I love too that Hicks is like, you teach me how to shoot. It's like, dude, you almost just died three times. Like, this is not the time to pretend like you're good at stuff. Yeah. I mean, you were not in charge here. I, you were along for the ride. You're going to watch the caboose and just be happy you don't. For die. somebody that, like, so he went to Priest, who was living unhappily, you know, in concentric patterns no you're right concentric patterns but not concentric circles cody that's stupid you gotta anticipate so what is concentric patterns even that the uh hold on let's let's right. get to the let's define concentric the if you type in concentric the second option cody is circles, so well you don't understand is there's two points of or denoting circles arcs or other shapes which share the same center the larger often completely surrounding the smaller. Cody, there's two points, A right. and B. If you know them both. <laughs> Just like a circle. <laughs> you know circles, two points. You make Two points makes a circle. That's what you need. I think what they were going for is because they move, like if you know where they are and where they're wanting to jump to, it's a very predictable path. It's what he meant. It's kind of like what he was trying to say. Concentric yeah. path, some would say. Like it's always the same arc that they jump in Here's so you can shoot them this is the thing about yeah. this movie they have such a good cast so good that and they're acting so hard but like every fourth line for me of dialogue really let these guys down i'm like carl urban is doing a good job acting you know like good for him and paul bettany's pretty good too i don't compl- i don't have much to complain about their performance so sometimes you get this like pretty good performance and you put it up with concentric patterns and i'm like this isn't working you know it's one of those things like maybe it works better in print maybe they i don't know if they lifted that line directly from the comic or the source material but i mean you know I would doubt it is what it is i, I would doubt this is super he's he does the he does he steps on the rocks he jumps off the rocks. <gasps> so cool that's one i you know it's fine you shut your whore mouth that's the coolest thing ever all right <laughs> I've seen it happen in a couple movies, and it's never made me happy. But I think, you know, whatever. Cody, Tyler, why? Okay, I'll ask you this question. Why do you like this? Because it's just, it's you know? cool, Cody. All right? Why do you not like the idea of, here's what I'm thinking. I, Me and my friends, we were out there. We're playing make-believe. We're like, oh, we're ninjas. Cody, you're in there like, mm, I'm going to play economist i'm gonna be in here i'm gonna track the trajectory of the growth of the market on this year on year over year growth that's what the difference between us is i had a childhood full of joy and whimsy and you're out here 
determining whether or not the market is a, a, a bear bull market, right? And I'm out there, fight, you know, that's what that's the difference, right? That's really how dare you besmirch, you know, my childhood economy fantasies, yeah. you know? That's how I that's how I grew my imagination. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't like the rock thing. It's so cool. It's like the coolest thing in the whole movie. Ugh, it's just it's sickened sickens me that you didn't like it. Uh, did you have to turn on the subtitles? Because I, I fought I fought against it. I wanted to, but I was like, no. If they can't make it so I can hear it, then I don't need to know it. Uh, but what I did do is I turned up the volume a lot, and then I turned it back down once any action happened throughout the whole movie. And I know you struggle, Cody. You struggle um, with the mumbled lines. I There were just like two or three lines where I was like, I didn't catch that. But for the most part, I did find I had the volume up pretty high. Here's the thing. I like Carl Urban, so. but the man doesn't open his mouth when he gives his lines <laughs> ever in anything he's in. Carl, Carl Urban? He kind of mm-hmm. tricks out the side of his mouth like this. Side mouth. Side mouth it. it with the back of his teeth. He's like, can I talk? Can I deliver this whole movie with my teeth not separating? And that's the thing that always gets me. All right. I don't hate him as an actor. I don't hate what he does. I just, I'm like, Carl, why do you make me turn it up 10 points higher than I want it to be so that I can understand you? All right. Nothing Black Hat says is important to the story. All right. Let's be real. Here's what I don't like. And I would bet the, uh, I feel like Black Hat was he, like this movie suffers I think f- a little bit from being like oh everyone knows this comic series they all know who Black Hat is yeah. and I'm like who? it wasn't until you said Black Hat that I was like oh that is that his nickname yeah. that's what he's credited <laughs> in my as. mind's eye I refer to him as Carl yeah, Urban that's what he's credited as so that's all, the only reason I Carl Urban or Black Hat what? but he had a name before he was Black Hat because he was just a priest. So, what was his priest name? Okay, what do you think priest is billed as? <laughs> priest. priest. That's his name. Is priest. priest. What do you mean? Yeah. What about the other priests? There's a bold priest. There's strong priest. There's fast priest or something. I don't know. They're just different adjectives in front of priest. That's what they're billed as, Cody. All right. Here's the thing that bugged me. Why do most of their tattoos not go below their nose, except for Paul Bettany's, which goes down to the tip of his nose? I don't know, man. I was, I, there was a lacking of consistency with the, uh... oh my gosh. <clears throat> He's billed as priest, and Maggie Q is billed as priestess. Yeah. What? The priests don't have names? No. What? Also, they can Giganet, his name. Guy who plays Hicks, he's also in Twilight, and he plays oh, James. So he plays Cody game. Tiffany already told me all that. You don't, you don't got to bring this up, all right? We don't need to talk about Twilight again. Maybe. I can figure out how everyone in this movie played. I was like, really? This guy's in that? Like I said, they did a pretty good job casting this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, like I said. They even left it open for a sequel. They were like, this is going to go really well. For yeah, this. and I mean, you know, it didn't go well as well as they'd hoped. Scott Stewart. So the director also did. 
Parks uh, produced. It's produced Dominion, Legion, Siren. I'm seeing a pattern here. Defiance, Priest. So Legion came out, then Priest came out. I think they have different Rotten Tomato scores, but their IMDb scores are like both in the fives, so mm. I don't know. I guess that's all he's done is, uh, you know, supernatural kind of stuff. Oh, let me see his bio. Oh. Mm. He's, shall I say, ethnic? <laughs> sure. All right, oh. I got what I got. One more okay. point for this movie. All right, is about Hicks. Yeah. All right, so Hicks here, he came, he comes in right. He's like priest. I need your help. We're going. We're going to rescue the girl. Help me. And then it's just at every point, like you brought up a few points, but it's really at every point. Like he has the attitude of, you know, like, <laughs> like he's a dude who is allowed to be on this mission by priest, but he's really acting like he's priest is only there because he's letting him join him on this mission. <laughs> yeah. You know, the priest is like, like, like I told you about it. So this is my crew, but the crew is just him and priest. And he's obviously underqualified. And so I was like, no, priest is. This is a real, you know, okay, let me, all right, look, I've got a master's degree, basically. Let me explain it to you in business terms. You've got informal leaders and formal leaders. Now, right, so an informal leader is someone who just people gravitate to or because of their skill or because of their whatever, they just become the leader, right? You have formal leaders who's like, I appointed you, you're the boss, you're the manager, you're whatever, right? So those are the two things. Now, Hicks is neither the informal nor the formal leader, but he seems to think he is both. So what, what is going on in his brain that, because I'm not convinced he's a good sheriff either, Like, because nobody seems to like him. Like, I, The familiars are like, yeah, this guy. And then the people in the town are like, you don't even help us or anything. And then the snake oil guy is like, I can't believe you chased me out of here. Is Lily Collins the only person who likes him? Because he's just a child, Cody. Okay, here's another thing, and this is more just Westerns in general. He's made zero friends in this city. Here's another thing I don't like. This is Westerns in general. All right, so in the Old West, and in medieval movies too, they do this the same thing. What what's the what would you gauge as the life expectancy in the Old West? 35, yeah. 40. Meanwhile, there will be like a 38-year-old man that walks in, they'll be like, What's this boy coming in here? This child, this infant. And it's like, this is a fully grown man who's the sheriff of your town and could kill this you man all. Is, like, by your standards, middle like, age. Gotta, the clock is ticking. He's over the yeah, hill. Like, he's definitely dying of dysentery in days, okay? Like, and you guys are calling him a boy. Like, this boy. Like, what is this? We're not out here playing God of War. This is not a atreus like he's not a child like this is a man what are you talking about boy but then it's just his character okay so he's a boy even though he's a fully grown man who's the sheriff of a town nobody likes him although he's the sheriff of the town all right and they don't even like do a thing where it's like oh well his dad was the sheriff so he inherited being the sheriff or something i they just everybody's just like Mm -hmm. this boy says the guy who is very obviously the same age as the guy who plays Hicks can't protect our town. You know, what do we need? We need an 85-year-old man to protect the town. That's the only solution. What do you want here? Do you want an old man that can't get out of his chair? 
But no, 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 no. I'm not done here. I'm not done. No, 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 no. I got more about Hicks. Okay. So not only that, but then there's a scene where he's like, I want to come. And then he's like, do you got the skills? And he cuts a bullet in half with his knife by throwing it. So it's like, okay, he got skills. Maybe they're going to be like, oh, he could, if they were still making priests when he was a child, he would have been a priest. And then the rest of the movie, they're like, nope, he sucks. And Priest constantly has to save him. And it's like, so why? And Priest even gives him a lesson. It's like, hey, here's how you do it. And then, like, at the very end, he's like, oh, you, you shot one. That was so it. It's like what they needed was this to be, like, a much longer time period where it's, like, weeks where, like, Priest is training him. And then at the final battle, he's, like, on yeah. Priest level of skills. Well, you could also, like, tamp down Priestess's part. Black Hat could be less heavy. They do a lot being like, all right, here's what Black Hat's up to. You could also cut that down and be like, hey, all right, the, there's a triangle in this movie. It's Priest, it's Lucy, and it's Hicks, you know? And the, that's the focus. But instead, it's like, anyway, Priestess and Priest, they have a thing going, but it's a yes or no, maybe it's not. Also, Black Hat, we got to see everything he's going through because there's going to be a big reveal at the end where we reveal the thing you already knew. So, you know, we really got to focus. And here's, okay, here's my thing about the movie. It gives off three vibes because it starts out and it's like, hey, the vampires are here. Oh, no, Carl Urban got took. Crazy. And then it's like, anime time. This is everything that happened. Like, okay, I think I get that. And then it's like, all right, it's an old-timey Western, but it's modern, but it isn't. And Lily Collins, she's doing too much. But, hey, the vampires are here. Okay, so it's a vampire Western. Then it's like, all right, now Priest is in a steampunk city. You're like, okay, stop. <laughs> we've done we've done vampire, we've done western, we've done anime, we've done steampunk. I need to know which one it is. I, you know? It, it was like four different yeah. intros where I was like, this could be a movie, this could be a movie, this could be a movie. You know, these could be four different movies, but they are the same movie. I feel like they needed to pick one or commit to one a little better because it is, even though they give you the whole exposition dump, you're like, yeah, but this is full western vibe now yeah. you're like okay well now we're full dirty steampunk city vibe you know like i was getting pulled in yet. yeah i think like so okay <laughs> so let me rephrase the whole movie okay because i think the movie at its core and the comic that it's based off at its core is a western all right and here's my here's my justification for it okay <clears throat> so i'm gonna replace some stuff and we might stray into you know like most westerns some racism but i'm not racist you're not racist so we're all gonna be grown-ups about this all right okay so here's what we're gonna do priest so which slurs no are we slurs, allowed to use cody we're, we're, we're just setting no, here's the line we could here's, we should no, have no. one no we're no gonna have zero. here's the line we're just gonna get right next to it and then we're gonna go away from it okay here we go all right <laughs> gonna graze our butt against the line as we go by and we're gonna go all right by. so let's replace the city with a bustling you know whatever uh past city okay there's the priest priest tombstone. sure to no tombstone's the old west right wichita <laughs> so the no I'm doing good <laughs> the priest he's there he's haggard he's doing he's at a Waco. mill or something right and he's doing his thing and then he they come in and he shows up you know and he's like i need your help i'm the sheriff of what's who's it and it's he's a he's a former cavalryman he fought the Native Americans back in the day, and they got the auto. Whoop! They did it. They boom. They they nailed it. But whoop! They're back, Cody. Like I said earlier, I said they're back. Mm-hmm. Right? They want it all back. They're back. Yeah. And they've taken they've taken your niece, and I need your help. So whoop, we're gonna go hunt down the tribe, 
the tribe of the Native Americans that have taken Sally, and we're going to save her, and we're going to stop a train. There's going to be a little train heist. They've taken the train. They're got The train's loaded up with nitroglycerin or whatever, right? They're going to blow up Wichita. It's a Western. Now just replace it with vampires mm-hmm. and steampunk for the future stuff, right? <laughs> there you go. That. It's that simple, okay? <laughs> but, I mean, at its core, it's a Western. The only thing that would have made it better is if there was, like, an iPhone. Yeah, like if like one person just like they just had tablets too. Like it's Western, it's steampunk. Also, we have yeah. tablets, but it is like it's. I think it, the vibe of it, if you stripped away everything, it's supposed to have the structure of a Western. Well, everything outside of the city is like yeah. full Western. You know, We're like okay, I get it. We're doing the Western thing, but throwing it in the city is like. Oh, well, I mean, if you had a movie well, that like, cut between the old West not... and New York City, you would have a movie that you're right. So that's no, kind of right. you know. You'd be like, well, why is there brick and cobblestone everywhere? And people are, yeah. you know, yeah. There's factories with spewing out so I think, fumes, yeah. you know. So I think that's like the thing. So that's that helped Tiffany a lot to wrap her brain around everything. To say it's a Western. They're a posse. Well, I, look, I could see this being a good book. Like you said, there's some really interesting themes you could dive into. And, um, you know, if you didn't just focus on the cool stuff, you're like, hey, there's some cool relationships happening. And if I had more time, you know, if I had time to see Priest and Hicks, and if I had time to know what was going on with Priest and Priestess more, and, you know, if if I had... Because sim- what kind of bugged me about the Black Hat thing is, like, it seemed like in the beginning, it's like, oh, he lost Black Hat. That must have been, like, his best friend, like, his closest companion. But when they show up, it seems like, oh, I kind of know. Yeah, you know, we were in the war together. You know, it didn't seem like they were, like, friends, you know? So I was like were they super close or were they just, we were both pre, you know, like I was a little let down by that. I thought it would be a little more. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I would like to see if we were going to focus on black Hat so much. I wish it was like, Hey, let's have a flashback to, you know, aside from just seeing him be kidnapped. It's like, Hey, were they, were they real tight? Did they ever sit around a campfire and exchange, you know, their life stories or, you know, did he ever give him a token? You know, was it like, Hey, you know, I want you to take my dad's knife and, you know, we're brothers now and you know whatever yeah. it was it really suffered it seemed like that, but... there's a lot missing where it's like yeah no if this was like a whole series i could see there being some real fruit here you could get but instead it was like 90 minutes in and out and they tried to do too much yeah once. and they assumed that it's like you know some of the rules of this world even though we didn't tell you like the fact that human vampires don't exist <laughs> so it's a big thing that he's a human right because i was a little confused about the familiar so i was like they look pretty vampy but they weren't vampires. They were just familiars. Yeah. Tiffany Fine. actually asked me. But it was a little confusing at first. Like, so are they strong? No, they aren't strong. Okay. When, uh, when the vampires came out um, of the tombs, Tiffany was like, so wait, what were those guys they were fighting? Because she was like, those were the vampires, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, no, those were the familiars. Yeah, well, I even... Oh, she never the said they were it, vampires. Like Carl Urban, I liked... She knew what the vampires were. Then why were you asking me what the... She's right over here. What were they? What? what? Oh, yeah. She just didn't know what the familiars were. Because that one guy had pointy well, ears. I, yeah, that I don't kind know of if threw I fully... it all off, I think. Right. Right? Well, talking about the depth of it, I do think like Carl Urban even mentioned, like, hey, we were taught vampires don't have eyes, and eyes are the one of the souls, so they didn't have souls, so we got to write... You know, I like to, like, oh, that's cool. That's the reason why, and I could see that being, you know, that ties into the church thing. I feel like the church thing was hit so hard in the beginning where it's like, don't go against the church. You're going against God. But then like we're out in the, once we're out in the West, it's like, okay, we're not even, I don't even think about the church, but Carl, you know, it's like not enough time for 
everything they were trying to do. I could see there being more to it and it being a good series or whatever, but you know, I don't think that's the movie we got. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it works better as like a FX series. I just think it's a, it's a cool, which they did. Well, no, no, that's a legion. <laughs> Priest got legion dominion legion. Okay. Whatever. It's the I'll same confuse movie, you more. Dude. There's a FX show called legion. That has nothing to do with the movie legion, but they had the show dominion. Oh, I've seen that. Legion is, I've only seen the first season, so good. Though. But it's like an X-Men movie, right? This is, that's so It's like low-key X-Men. Cody, I hate it. I hate the show Legion because it's of that. so good. That's why I want you to know. It's, it's so not the, good. It just stole the name of a better property. It's fantastic. That's what it did. Stop. <laughs> got that one guy, the guy who plays Beast and Beauty and the Beast, and it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. Oh, like... It's got some of the, like the coolest shots I've ever seen in a TV show. Like they go hard on like really awesome camera work and okay. stuff. Does and anybody step on rocks that have been thrown up in the air? No. Well, maybe not. Probably not. Almost it's not very good. Then is it? Right. That's true. Tiffany agrees. Well, if Tiffany says it. Man, is there anything? Did we miss anything on this one? No, time? I said I. It's time to put a. I think we on can agree thing. on one thing, Cody. Hicks's character is mm. kind of the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think we agree on that. Bailey was upset that they're like the whole thing was about him trying to get back his lover, and then they never even like kiss at the end. It's like I'm very dirty. Give me a hug. Like he's very a dirty, dirty dude. You want to kiss that she face? Like that. Did you see how much dirt? She did. That's what she wanted to see. So, did you want them to kiss Tiffany at the end? Kiss, kiss. Oh, she said a little bit. Remember that? Just a little bit, but not very much see? though. She didn't want it that bad. What would you give? Oh, what I would want is a kiss, and then she has to be like, yeah, yeah, because she has too much dirt in her mouth. You know. So, what would you rate this movie, Cody? You're not going to be happy with me. You're going to be really sad. I'm going to break your heart right now, and I don't, I, I can't even, I'm going to, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to close my eyes so I can't see you. <clears throat> Give it a uh, D plus. D plus for the special effects. That's what it's oh, a B plus? That's great, Cody, you know. D I, oh, you plus. saying B, I hear you. B, B Stop. plus. I think that's a little generous. I'd only give it a B. All right. But stop. You get to be a B. It's a B. Gosh. I'm B. just glad that we were both all about the that we both gave it a B at least. You know, I didn't expect you to like it more <laughs> than me, but you know. Paul Bettany has that effect, you know? Right? Right. So now, Cody, before we close it out, I have to click click clack. Into the machine. We're gonna, you're going to open up I'm the machine. machine. Tiffany, hit the, do we even hit the button? You click, click do the thing. Tiffany, guest starring, do the thing. There's nothing. Do the thing. <laughs> okay, it's worse. It's it? the worst movie on the list, Cody. And I'm sorry. Oh, it's no. in, the, in the name what of the it? king. Um... I've never heard of that one. It's, I, it's okay, Cody. Let me tell you the full title. In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. 
like it was going to be a whole franchise. <laughs> so that's a Dungeons and Dragons uh, ripoff. Yeah, I thought you were going to say property. I was going to say no, no ripoff. Yes, you're right. Uh, a ripoff. <laughs> well, I mean, every time they've made a Dungeons and Dragons movie so far, they've just hit it out. Now, the Cody, park, I got to so. be clear with you. We're doing the first one, not the one with Dolph Lundgren, and not the one with Dominic <laughs> Purser, which are the sequels. The first one. You'll have to shoot me a little screenshot of that one. Wait, there's, there's three, three of, of them. These? We're just doing this the first series? one. All right. You know, oh, the one I Jason heard. Statham, Burt Reynolds, Ron Perlman, Ray Liotta, you know? Oh, my gosh. I've heard a podcast. It's terrible. Oh, no. I've heard a, oh, I've heard a podcast. What, was the, what was the podcast, Cody? How did this get made? The podcast about yeah. bad movies? And now it will be you'll right. be able to tell me how it got made. Yikes, Tyler! I'm. Uh... Here's the thing: How did this get made? Is one of my favorite podcasts. I really enjoy it, and it's like a top. It's one of the top podcasts. A lot of people listen to it, <clears throat> and I've listened to every episode. Yeah. Okay, and they come out with episodes every other week. And they've been doing it for years and years and years, right? So they have a couple hundred, maybe two or three hundred episodes, okay? Out of all those movies, of my own volition, I've seen like four to six of them, right? So it's like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't watch a lot of these bad movies, but I've seen a few, right? Since knowing you and Bailey, I've seen about 10 to 15 more of them. And once again, it's a podcast that only does like really bad yeah. movies. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you to you. Thank you to Bailey for just opening my worldview and giving me a chance to get caught up on on these kind of films. Cody. I'm just, I just, there's a lot of movies that I make you watch that are bad. I, I'm sorry about this next one, but I need you to know, much like when you've watched movies and you're like, I need to talk to somebody about this. Just know that I'm not. This is not a movie that I'm necessarily going to defend. It's one of those movies that's cool, but. Just a heads up, everybody. We're both going to be tearing this one apart. It's not, it's not standing up to scrutiny. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm going to open my mind and I'm going to give it the best. Go I mean, I can. it's no B, like we both agreed. Priest is, but you know, maybe, maybe you'll love it. Maybe uh, you'll be like, man, Ray Liotta's performance in this movie is really transformative and just amazing. And I'll lose. It does amaze me when like bad movies get a cast like that. We're like, these are all famous people. Like, it's not a cast where it's like, who are all these people? It's like, no, I know. Like this movie is like, two of these people were in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Christopher Plummer's been nominated for Oscars. <laughs> like, this is this we're, we're dealing with like high caliber, you know. Well, actors. they all did a great job. It's more just the you know, caliber of the story. But that's what I'm saying. How do you get? How do you sign up the man from Goodfellas? Right? Like, Ray Liotta was in Goodfellas. Yeah. Arguably one of the greatest mob movies of all time. One of Martin Scorsese's best. And he, then he was in this. Yeah. You know? What tipped the scales for him? What made him decide, you know what? I need to continue my legacy. I already proved I can do a mob movie. This is definitely the one to break me into Dungeon Siege properties. Um, I'm going to guess you a know? cocaine habit. Ah, yes. The old nose boat. That ride that takes you places you never yeah. thought you would go. All right. Well, thank you for listening. You can rate us, share us, 
wherever podcasts are found. You can also harass us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Add opinion havers. Until next time, and have watch opinions. movies. Tiffany, what would you what would you rate the the movie? If you had to give it a letter grade, an A. You give Priest an A. Well, there you have it. Don't look disappointed. Don't let it. You, don't let you it get her, your head. You gave it a B plus. Don't let it go. <laughs> Stop. Please, Mr. Tomei.